Gutter Trash is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. Sabine is a young nurse struggling with being away from her family for long stretches at a job that is draining her. Over the course of the day, she deals with disrespectful doctors, fellow nurses, and mischievous security guards, as well as uncooperative patients like Two-Face, Scarecrow, and the Joker, in Sam Keith's Arkham Asylum Madness. Mama, said the way you move, gonna make you sweat, gonna make you groove. Gutter Trash, episode 135, Arkham Asylum Madness. My name is... And my name is Jason. Welcome. <clears throat> Thank you. Are you talking to me? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, general you. That was Led Zeppelin, right? Yes, it was. Okay. <laughs> 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 that would be... Black Dog. Ooh, wow. So were you rocking out to some Zeppelin earlier or something? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, I, didn't, <clears throat> I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, if anything, I would have, you know, maybe thought Weird Al. Nope. No. <laughs> Black Sabbath. Uh, no, I haven't rocked out to anything. Hmm. Odd. I listened uh, to a little bit uh, this afternoon. During my lunch break to uh, the new Flogging Molly album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How's that? Eh, Flogging Molly. Yeah. yeah. They don't change it up. Mm, not so, particularly, no. There's, there's no techno or ballads or. No, no, no. I don't know. They do some slow songs. Oh, they've yeah, always yeah. done some slow songs. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. See, I'm, I'm, I'm only steeped in their loud, annoying songs that wake <laughs> you up at three in the morning when your drunken roommates are doing cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it looks like you have some personal experiences with that band. Yeah, it's one of those things where I will never like that band. Like if, if, if for some reason, like I'm on an airplane and I crash in the middle of the ocean and Flogging Molly is on a boat traveling and they save my life and they nurse me back to health, I will still fucking hate those people. <laughs> well, just their music, right? Uh, I've, I can't, I can't like them. I can't like them. <laughs> See, I can separate, uh, the art from the artist whenever the artist is an asshole, but whenever I just perceive them as an asshole, I can't, I can't separate them. <laughs> like, I, like I, I don't mind liking Bob Pollard, but, uh, <clears throat> I, I'll never like Fog and Molly. Even though they themselves have never done anything to you. They released those records. They released my... those records, but it was your roommates. Yeah. Who... And their coke-addled. And their, right, right. Jobless frenzies. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll ever like them because that's been like six, seven years, probably. Right. <clears throat> well, I'm sorry that you've had such a negative experience with that band. Uh, I enjoy them. Yeah, yeah. I'll never, you know, play them when you're here. You know? Oh, that's cool. You know, uh, you just... can pick them for the show because I never listen. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. <laughs> you can even put them on this episode. And Jawbreaker is the other one. They used, Jawbreaker. Yeah, they used to play them. At like 
four in the morning, super loud, while they're doing coke off their toilet seats. Right. Well, that's too bad, because uh, I, I like job worker quite a bit more than I do uh, Flying Molly. Yeah. Uh, at least I used to. I actually liked... I'd never really heard... Flogging Molly before this, right. before the the, the uh, roommates, right. but I had her jawbreaker and I kind of liked it. Right, but you grew to ceased yeah. to be so. <laughs> yeah. What, what about uh, Just Brazil? Um, they were uh, the band that uh, the, the the lead singer of Jawbreaker started after Jawbreaker. I'm I'm not really familiar with them. Okay. Like I don't think they rocked them out. Right, right. It was it was all Flogging Molly and oh, there was a uh, what was the band that did Whipping Post? Was that Almond Brothers? Uh, they used to listen to them a lot too. Right. <clears throat> and they're just bad in general. I don't like them. Well, okay. uh, I don't know much about the Alvin Brothers if they are the uh, band you're speaking of. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I could name a second song other than Whipping Post. Yeah. Right? But I, yeah. I understand. <sighs> it's that weird association thing. It's like my yeah. mom, my mom won't eat anything that's the color of cantaloupe. And she's, and she won't even, she doesn't wear any clothing that's the color of cantaloupe because when she was a young girl she was really sick and it was after she'd eaten cantaloupe and she just kept throwing up cantaloupe for days right, right. so yeah flogging molly is my cantaloupe i uh my uh flogging molly or cantaloupe is uh caramel really yeah were you sick uh yeah uh my mom uh, was friends with a guy who was a uh, professional chef uh, I used to work at a uh, five-star restaurant here in Dayton. Uh, wow. he, he adopted our little cats when uh, my mom had to give them up. So it was a Chinese restaurant. Hello. Uh, uh, Sorry. Uh, that was awful. Uh, that was so... Yeah. That was so but, uh, anyway, he, uh, he used to bake a lot of stuff and, and like made a lot of homemade uh, you know, confections, well, such cool. as uh, caramel and uh, peanut brittle. And uh, he brought over like a shit ton one one evening, and I had some, and uh, just you know vomited like oh. the rest of the night. And so in my mind, you know, caramel and peanut brittle just will always have that association Ooh. of just being terribly sick, vomit inducing. Yeah, even peanut brittle. Oh yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Nah, it's fine. <clears throat> you know what? I can do without. Yeah. 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 But I don't see how you could do. Really? <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe if you eat a, a smidgen of uh, peanut brittle sometime, I'll listen to one of their songs. <laughs> we'll, we'll both grow and eh. face our fears. Let's, uh, let's just call it even. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you don't subject me, I won't subject you. Right. <laughs> I think that's fair. All right, then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a shame about the job record. Yeah. You know, being that that was actually a band that you enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, like, I never owned any of their CDs, but right. I remember hearing them, right. uh, like, on mixed CDs and stuff my right. friends made. I was like, oh, that's a cool song. I only had, uh, I had two of their CDs at one point, and then I sold one, and then I eventually sold the other. But I think I had Bivouac and Dear You. Hmm. Yeah, I don't recognize either one of those. Yeah, I like Dear You quite a bit. But, uh, eh, you know. And, uh, Jets Brazil, uh, they got a good first album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> after that, not so much. After that, not so much. Isn't that the same guys from Drive Like Jehu? Or is it them? Uh, Jets Brazil? No, maybe not. I'm thinking of somebody else. Hot Snakes. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. All right. Yeah. It's all, uh, it's all these weird indie rock names. Right. 
Uh, I believe I already mentioned that uh, Jets Brazil was the guy from Jawbreaker. Well, I thought, I thought they like did like <laughs> yeah, I thought it was one of those Mike Patton things where right. he has like eight bands uh, or like uh, yeah. Jack White. He's got two. He's, Actually, got, he's got one. He's got like seven. He's got one band. <laughs> Does he? Yeah. Which one? Uh, not the White Stripes. Oh, that's too bad. Music. Music is good. Yeah, it's okay. You know, I tried to... Did I try to hook up my CD player? I tried to fix it. Oh, yeah, then your car that uh, hasn't worked for... It's what? been like six months yeah, or something. Yeah. I, I took the whole CD player out the other day and, like... Because um, I was driving around listening to it and it just died one day, like, six months ago, but it still registers, you know, what track it's supposed to be playing on the CD and everything. You just can't hear it. So I was like, well, unless all the speakers blew at once, something just popped out of place. So I took the CD player out and I <clears throat> searched all through it, all the wires and everything, and it all looks completely intact. Hmm. I cannot figure it out. But you also said that the radio doesn't work either. Right? Yeah, it right, is. Right. It's got to be something in the speakers. Yeah. Some sort of connection. Yeah. It's a bummer. Uh, yeah. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. I apologize. You should uh, get an iPod. Yeah. Uh, get, get, uh, get yourself, uh, build yourself up your uh, digital collection. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can you do that? Oh, yeah. You can uh, rip all your CDs and put it on the iPod. Uh, honestly, if if I could, I would obviously just suggest getting uh, just a regular MP3 player. Yeah. But apparently they don't make those. Oh, really? <laughs> they did, but they don't now. Oh, they make them. Uh, apparently none of them are good. And you can't find one bigger than like four gig. Yeah. How many songs is that? Uh, I don't know how many songs that is. Uh, <clears throat> four gig. Thousand. thousand. Eh, probably. Yeah. That's still, that's, yeah. that's decent. Yeah. Uh, I know, all I know is that, uh, I have the iPod because, uh, it was cheap. And it held more than four gig. Uh, I think I have the 30 gig iPod, and I currently have about 18 gig worth of music on there. Wow. And I have a shit ton of yeah, music on there. I bet. Yeah. And I also barely listen to it. <laughs> That's the biggest crime. Yeah. Uh, in fact, uh, I usually only listen to it on my way to and from work. Uh, and I have to have a special playlist of inoffensive songs so that I don't bother my uh, coworker while he's sleeping. Like, uh, he can't stand the word poop? Or... No, just, uh, you know, I mean, like you used, like when I first got the iPod, I would just kind of, you know, hit shuffle and drive to work and, you know, and then during that span of an hour, you know, we'd, uh, you know, like, like maybe there would be like, uh, some sort of, uh, oldies, you know, uh, slow monkey song or Beatles or something. And then the following song is like something from White Zombie. Yeah. And then or Slayer. Yeah. And then Cavalier Conspiracy or right. Sepultura. And, uh, you know, it's like, eh, maybe he doesn't want to listen to all that much metal in the morning oh, while he's, he's trying to sleep. He never complained? No. He never complained, but, yeah. you know, I yeah. mean. Just consider it. <clears throat> we'd be driving around and, you know, he'd be, uh, sleeping and, uh, suddenly, you know, uh, Slayer would come on and I would see him stir. Right. And I'd be like, eh, maybe I should, uh, compile a playlist of, uh, it's very considerate, you know. Just uh, sleeping coworker playlist, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, moderate pop rock songs, you know, and, and oldies and slow songs. That's, you know. that's cool. So that's pretty much all I listen to, and with my iPod driving to and from work, monkeys and yeah, oldies, yeah, the Doors, some Zeppelin. 
Oh, well, like a little black dog, maybe. A little black dog, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You should just sing it to him. You got the pipes, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> In my uh, Shatner sing-songy yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Shatner's the best. Looking uh, forward to his metal album. Is that this year? I think so. Yeah. For uh, for a guy like me who doesn't much care for music, we sure are talking about it a lot, right? Yeah, now. we are. That's weird. That is weird. Yeah, it is. Let's stop. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about a comic book. Yeah, that's more, more comfortable. With that's that. more of our speed. Yeah. Uh, I would say all this music talk is uh, madness. <laughs> oh. There's, that was a good Scott band. Yeah, yes, it yeah. was, and that's probably what I'm going to choose for the song in, in between the songs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> our, our little Iron Maiden. Can I play with Madness? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, probably just stick with uh, Our House. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the street. Oh. Yeah. Madness. Madness. Arkham Asylum Madness. Arkham Asylum Madness by Sam Keith. And some other people. Yeah, mostly Sam Keith. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't count colorists. Ooh. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Fuck anyone who's ever made any kind of a living coloring a comic, or at least putting colors in a comic in some way or another. Fuck all those people. <laughs> you losers. <laughs> Hi, James. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's being sarcastic. I have nothing but respect for a colorist because what a tedious, boring fucking job that is. Yeah. Oh, it's the worst. You're getting good. Yeah. You're getting pretty good. I'm not. Mm. I fake it. Yeah. That's, that's I, I, fake most, it. I fake it poorly. Most careers are about faking. Oh, that's true. That's true. But, uh, yeah, I fake it poorly and, uh, I do not enjoy a single moment of it. Mm. Sounds like a lot of jobs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> what, sex? Huh? Sex? What? Yeah. It, yeah, you, you don't enjoy it, you fake it, but the money, yeah. the money gets you back. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I have a regular name, Chester Brown. Yeah. <laughs> You're Denise. I'm Denise. Wow. <laughs> that explains... Uh, I never understood, side note, why you drive to Toronto once every three weeks. <laughs> and you always come back with a jizz stains on your belly. <laughs> and you get that free copy of Louis Real hardcover. Yeah. Uh, Louis, Louis Real, whatever. Uh, well, that I makes sense. It makes, it, uh, it's a puzzle yeah, that's coming I didn't again. really want to say anything while we were talking about the book. Right. And, you know. You want to put yourself out there. Right. It wasn't about you. It was about him. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, I didn't want to tip my hat by, you know, saying that I already had a copy of that book. Right. I got an advanced copy. Right. You know. Wow, I bet. It was like a Xerox, actually. You know, wow. Like before the printers here. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. <laughs> that is craziness. But, you know, he pays my way for everything. <laughs> now that's love. That is love. That's not the definition of love. I don't know what it is. Oh. Uh, Nothing but respect for the guy. Nope. Arkham <laughs> Asylum. 
Uh, speaking of uh, losing respect for people. What? <laughs> Sam Keith's Arkham Asylum? Really? Uh-oh. Maybe not so much losing respect for the guy. I think he's a fine artist. Mm-hmm. I think he's a fantastic artist. I did not enjoy most of that book. Really? Yep. I thought it was amazing cover to cover. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> <clears throat> that is surprising. Yeah. What What didn't you like? Just the story, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Really? Yeah. yeah. yeah not so much the story, but the execution of it. Really? Yeah. I just thought things didn't work. Uh, oh, you mean like the 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 nurse as the vehicle for the story, or just just the uh, actual elements of the story? Just actual elements of the story. Uh, I didn't like any of the dialogue, for sure. Really? Yeah, uh, I didn't care for much of the way the characters interacted with each other. Uh, I just thought uh, elements of the plot were just sort of. Vaguely tossed in and then forgotten about. <clears throat> you know, just certain things would happen that uh, never had any kind of payoff. Uh, or certain things would just blatantly happen and then, uh, in the next page, uh, there was no repercussions or anything. Really? Yeah. Okay. Like a, like a, like a, like a, like a what? Like a what? Uh, like the mouse in the clock? Or? Uh, that was just weird nonsense. Right. I mean, like, uh, like the one thing that I, I actually did think was very successful in this book was, uh, you know, the the way he sort of presented, uh, you know, for someone who I imagine hasn't had like an actual day job in probably years, maybe a decade or so. Yeah. Uh, he, he got across the fact that, you know, sometimes work is just a grind. Yeah. Like, like, he, he pulled that off pretty well. It's <clears throat> just, uh, you know, sort of the tension of watching the clock, you know, and, and in this book, literally, because the clock is bleeding from the wall. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and every chapter is a different hour right, or yeah, segment yeah. of an hour. Uh, like, I, I thought he, he got that part, you know, he, yeah. I think he did that successfully. Uh, but, uh, I just, I don't know, just, uh, like, the the one thing that I thought never paid off was, er, the one blatant thing that I saw in the book, uh, is actually towards the end, there's a, uh, confrontation with, uh, the Joker, mm-hmm. and, uh, uh, there, there's, uh, basically two, uh, innocent people being, held hostage by the Joker uh, towards the end of the book. Right. And uh, one of them gets free and does something, and then we never actually see what happens until, like, many, many pages later when uh, both of those characters are just fine. Yeah. 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 yeah that, was, that was a little odd, I guess. <laughs> I, eh, I... I took I took it as, like, there was a lot of, like, slice of... Like you know, slice of a normal workday things going on. Like it, like it doesn't seem like there is any sort of main, uh, you know, like thread. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
there wasn't like one big problem that they were all facing. It was just like all these little things that make up their day. Right. And so like even the Joker thing to me was just like one more like little incident instead of like a giant plot point. Yeah, but it sort of was the giant plot point though. I mean, it's the one thing that tied every incident in the book together. Right. You know, other than, like, you know, it didn't necessarily affect the other little things that happened throughout the book, but, you know, uh, exasperated those things. Mm-hmm. You know, just, just in general, the staff of Arkham Asylum dealing with the Joker. Right. Uh, <laughs> See, I thought that was cool, that it was more, like, about the uh, staff, and it was just, like, bringing you... I don't have a problem with with his idea, right? You know, like like I would uh, totally read a book just about the staff of Arkham yeah, Asylum dealing with everything. I know. I was like, I can't can't believe that there isn't like a, you know, sort of like Gotham Central, just right, a book yeah. called like Arkham about you know, right? All just the all the people that work there, stuff and, that yeah, and characters. That'd be awesome. I just didn't think this was well executed. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think. Uh, it was just uh, poor dialogue, I think, is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. Just characters didn't sound normal, like, like just people talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, you, you, I think you know me well enough that, you know, I'm okay without a superhero showing up. Right, yeah. You know, I like, like everything doesn't need to be, you know, big, bombastic, and... Right. Crazy. Right, right. You know, uh, I can enjoy a quiet book. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I just, yeah, I don't think this was successful in what it was trying to do. Oh, man. Oh. Well, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, but, uh, for me, it was successful because, because I, it made me, you know, like, think of Arkham Asylum as a place where actual people, like, right, work, right. and it, it got that part across, and then, like, it also seemed like, um, you know, I mean, it was commentary on everybody's real life job because you take a little right. bit of it home with you and it drives right. you a little crazy and the, the sacrifices that you make because, like, you need I, a job. yeah, you like, work. I would much rather be, uh, you know, not working and just drawing all day or like mm-hmm. reading or just chilling out. But, uh, you know, I mean, you, you know, you have to, you have yeah, to, yeah. you have to make a living. And, uh, I could, you know, uh, try to make a living as, as an artist. Right. But, uh, you know, you're trapped in a job and that you, uh, feel some sort of obligation. Yeah, exactly. You got bills to pay. You got people you need to care of. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I get all that. Like, I liked the commentary that he made and I don't know. I I thought it worked. I thought it worked. It was like, it reminded me a lot of a TV show. Um, you know, like ER or something, you know, where it was right. just like every hour of a day and like how crazy the day is and right. all that goes on. Well, maybe that's it because I don't like ER. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't really like ER either. Right. I mean, Clooney's awesome. Though, right. Right? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Clooney is the Joker. I don't know. Well, he was already back. That never happened. <laughs> 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 I really liked, uh, the stuff with, uh, the Joker sneaking glass into the guy's food. Yeah. But that sort of, like, never really, like, you know... We never find out what happens to the guy he does. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think he just kind of got sick, and that was it. Right. Yeah. Usually the Joker's a little more diabolical. Yeah. Joker played his hand too early. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, I was like, why is he revealing all this? Why is right, he telling yeah. Uh, 
honestly, like, uh, one of the parts of the book that threw me was, uh, I mean, it didn't happen a lot. Uh, and obviously the, the Joker was sort of the main focus of all the, the villains, you know, of Arkham. Right. Uh, but the fact that they had, like, you know, scenes with you know, Harley Quinn and Two-Face and Scarecrow, uh, like, I could have done without those. Yeah. I mean, like, I get, like, you know, okay, let's see, you know, what the doctors have to deal with when they talk to these, you know, psychotic patients of theirs. Right. Uh, but, you know, I mean, you know, they, they obviously make reference to the fact that there's other patients in Arkham other than, you know, bat villains. Right. You know, maybe we could see them. Yeah. You know. I, I mean, but the Scarecrow, he was sort of involved in the Joker's plot because, like, they sort of, uh, insinuate that he was helping the Joker poison, right. poison the doctor. Um, and then, you know, uh, like Harley Quinn was there when the Joker was being drugged away. So, I mean, like, right. some of it was, like, kind of like a nice overlap, but, I know what you're saying. Yeah, they. It almost seemed like they were like, "Well, check them off. We got to put all these guys in there." Right. Like especially Two Face, he seemed to not really, you know, matter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that could have been anybody. But. And like you know, and then I thought, uh, the Killer Croc, uh, sort of subplot that they were building to never really, I mean, it eventually went somewhere, but. You know, it was just sort of like, oh, this happened. We fixed it. It's yeah. okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> I I thought uh, I thought that was nice and creepy, like that they were trying to like have sex in the room that Killer Croc's tank set oh, in or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But and and the paintings of Killer Croc were fucking amazing. Oh yeah, the but, art in this is great. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, don't uh, get me wrong. On that I think Sam Keith is uh, a fantastic artist. The, there was. Huh? Oh no! Go ahead. Okay. There, I was. There were a couple pages though. Some weak pages. There's yeah. There's there's like a two page spread that I don't know what's going on. There's like <laughs> something about a mouse going down a chute or something. Yeah. But there's just like two pages where I'm like I, I honestly I'm not sure what I'm looking at. There's like panels also of just like you know it's a painting obviously of something but like it's you know so vague and unclear what it is but you know mm-hmm. I think on his his clear pages and panels, you know, I think he's great still. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, did you read the afterward? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Like, I guess he just tried a bunch of stuff, you know, like that he'd never done before. Like he, a little digital work? And, a little digital work and, you know, just, uh, you know, doing some experimenting with paints and, you know, ink washes and stuff like that. And some of it worked, some of it didn't. Right. Uh, but that was pretty diverse. I like Oh, yeah, That's one right. thing you can count on in Sam Keith books is the art will right. <coughs> diversify with the mood. Yeah, here's a photorealistic painting, and then uh, pair that next to a panel of uh, you know wacky cartoon pixels. Right, you know. exaggerated like cartoon right. features. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it. Like I thought it was just like a fun uh, look into uh, Arkham Asylum. That even though I've read, you know, I've read. Uh, uh, the Grant Morrison Arkham Asylum. Right. Like, it seemed like that was just more about madness. That's, yeah, that's, that's focused on, you know, just Batman himself mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, alt-villains and whatnot. And this one was definitely just all about the people who work there. Or yeah. or just as Arkham as a character in general. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because, I mean, even sort of at the end, you know, there's sort of like a voice for the Arkham, right, right, right. which I thought that was pretty creepy and fun. But, uh, yeah, I know I, I enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it way more than you did. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't know. See, I can't say that, like, you know, I don't, like, it just didn't live up to my expectations. Because, honestly, I had no expectations going into this. Right. Like, all I knew it was Sam Keith doing a Batman book. And I was like, I'm in. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh... Maybe we're bu- you're bummed out because Batman never showed up. No. 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 Good, uh, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't need to read any book with Batman. So. Right. Well, no, but you just said, you, you said you thought it was a bat. You know, like that same Keith Well, I mean, uh, it was Arkham Asylum. You know. The Batman world. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, honestly, like, I've read uh, a couple of, uh, I've read the first, uh, like, big collection of, uh, Gotham City Central. And actually, I kind of get upset when Batman shows up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want Batman in that book. Yeah. Yeah, I just want it to be about the cops. Yeah, it seems like something like maybe he'll be in the background or something. Right. Like, but yeah, not not talking or interacting. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Uh, let's see. Is there anything? Any other characters or anything? Um, I don't know, like like the main character is uh, like a nurse. Uh, I think her name is Sabine. So, yeah, I don't which, know. Which which is uh, a retarded name. <laughs> Nobody has that name. What somebody probably does? Yeah, that person uh, shouldn't have that name. That's a wrong name. They, they spelled uh, they spelled their name wrong. Oh, that is okay. Maybe <laughs> yeah, it was Sabrina, maybe or something. Yeah, or uh, Jill. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a horrible misspelling of <laughs> yeah, Jill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she just didn't come across as very believable, and I never bought her. You know, struggling with this job. Or caring for her child, or her husband. Uh, <laughs> her husband seems kind of. It almost seems like he shouldn't have been a character in the book. Right. Like sh- she should have been like a single mom. Maybe right. that would have been maybe a little more. Believable. Is, is it his beard? Does his beard throw you off? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember his beard. Was it pretty bad? It's a weird beard. A weird, weird beard. Yeah, it's in the front. First couple um, yeah, it's kind of like Wolverine-ish beard <laughs> with like a GQ kind of thing going on. Yeah, maybe that was it. Um, yeah, he just seemed like he didn't need to be there yeah. because it, it made it seem like maybe she was a little too uh, whiny because, you know, like, well, you know, he's probably taking care of the kid. Right, he's okay. Yeah, yeah. It would have been, been better if he would have been in like some sort of horrible daycare or something. Right. And also the kid's like seven. Yeah, you know he can take mean? care of himself. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, uh, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe I just had a bad family, but uh, I'm pretty sure by the time I was seven, my my parents uh, stopped worrying about me so much. Right. Yeah. <laughs> by the time I was seven, I'd already been working at Mavericks for two years. <laughs> um. Okay, I do get, I get what you're saying about that part. But it, to me, it was forgivable just because it was a, I mean, it wasn't a fun, like, whoopie doopy doo story, but, no, yeah. but it, to me, it was a fun, uh, take on the whole, uh, Batman and Arkham Asylum kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. and I wish that, uh, it would have been done well. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with with uh, believable, sympathetic characters. Right. Who, you know, I mean, who you really did feel sorry. Like, you know, <clears throat> halfway through the book, she gets, uh, like, like throughout the, the entire, like, first part of the book, they talk about how they're the day staff, and uh, at least they don't have to work nights, because the nights are crazy. That's when the crazy shit happens. Right, and so, like, it's building all to this, and then all of a sudden she gets stuck having to work a double shift, and she needs to work the night shift. And so we're supposed to be like, oh, no! But I don't give a shit. <laughs> I did not care that she had to work this night shift. Right. Because, <laughs> again, Dad's still in the picture. Take care of the kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he's also like seven. Yeah, she, 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 uh, yeah. Like if it was a newborn kid, eh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, you know, this is her first week back from maternity leave. I can, you know, okay. She, she really wants to be at home. I totally would get that. Right. You know, kid that's in, you know, third grade. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, he doesn't care. Yeah, probably as long, not. As, uh, as long as dad makes him some mac and cheese and uh, lets him, some... him stay up like a half hour later. Yeah, yeah he's plays you get with him. Or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I I can see that too. <clears throat> and like some of the characters, you know, just the way Sam Keith draws, you know, like I couldn't tell like certain characters from other characters, like some of the nurses and some of the other nurses and, and some of the doctors, and the guards, and definitely the guards. Well, the guards are pretty interchangeable. Yeah. And, but there was one we were supposed to focus on occasionally, but, you know, unless they actually said his name. Right. You know, like, I would have had no idea who that was. You know? Right. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It probably won't go down as, like, one of the classic Batman tales, like no. Killing Joker or anything, but I thought it, I thought it was a fun, kind of different look at Arkham. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Could have been better. Could have been... Could have been worse, but I think that's mainly where my problem was. And we talked about this in the last episode with Teeth. Is that you know it's just I'm more upset that uh, you know I know that this could have been better. Right. I uh, just you know I didn't think it was. So I, I still think it was awesome. Even oh, though. that's fine. Uh, We're allowed to have different opinions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm having trouble articulating why because. It wasn't like groundbreaking or anything. It was just to me. It was just fun. Like I just enjoyed it. Right. I just thought it was a good read. Right. Well, I mean, you've always said you uh, you have sort of a voyeuristic edge, and, and you like reading slice of life. And oh yeah. This yeah. is essentially that's know, true. Slice of life in a workplace it just happens to be a workplace that has supervillains. If only there was no supervillains or my bloody clocks. Right. Like, like if like if she just worked at a laundry mat and like no customers came in that day. <laughs> That would have been even better. <laughs> because the more boring the slice of life stuff is, the more I like it. <laughs> it's true. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. If, he, if Sam Keith did another Arkham thing, I'd check it out. I would too, because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I'm down with the Sam Keith. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, I know he's really good. Uh, sadly, the two things we've reviewed, uh, for. <laughs> Uh, the show by him have, uh, at least, I don't remember your opinion on, uh, my inner bimbo, but, my inner bimbo. uh, I don't, uh, I don't recall liking it that right. much. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I still haven't read, I know he's done, what, two other Batman related books? Uh, he did, uh, Batman Lobo miniseries, and he did Batman, Batman Secrets. Secrets. I still haven't read that one. Batman Secrets is great. Really? Oh, it is excellent. Mm hmm. Because it has Batman in it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is better with Batman. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> like that, I like that episode of the Brady Bunch. Uh huh. That was the best one. Yeah. I've never liked the Brady Bunch except for that episode, mm-hmm. right? Uh, um, Alice and Alfred had that like little tryst. That of was course. that was pretty good. Mm-hmm. The help. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were in their little basement hovel room. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. yeah, like I, I would. Definitely gonna get the next thing that Sam Keith works on. Mm-hmm. I think, obviously, that's actually the uh, Scott Ian uh, Demon miniseries. Oh wow, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty sweet. <laughs> and uh, in the back, he mentioned something about doing a uh, Mad Hatter hardcover. Oh, I don't even remember that. Uh, I think he said it was like the first thing he's worked on. But for DC, little... but... oh, but it was the last one coming out. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I forget what he was, what the subject was, but I remember him saying that. It was taking forever. Huh. Uh, yeah, like, like I, I just, I don't know. Again, like, I, I, I honestly had no clue what I was expecting when I bought this book. You know, right. Other than, like, you know, Sam Keith, yay! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those artists where, like, you just kind of... I'm excited whenever I see him do something. And you never know what it's going to be. Right. Because, I, mean, I mean, there's usually a strong female character in his books, but, yeah, but, right. uh, but I mean, you know... Like, I've liked so many of his books. I've liked Zero Girl and Four Women I thought was fantastic. And, uh, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm willing to give him as many chances uh, as he's got. Because he's doing something completely different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, uh, like, even though, like, I didn't enjoy this, like, you know, yeah, it was uh, a very different take on the whole Batman universe and yeah. uh, the world that he lives in. And, yeah, like, it's it's worthy of of looking at. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe not reading. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that this is one of those books that uh, you're either gonna like it or you're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it's worth looking at, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and then deciding for yourself whether right well where you fall in that opinion. This this was like just produced as a standalone book. It wasn't a miniseries, right? No. Okay, yeah, I didn't remember seeing it. As a series. It was an original graphic novel. Mm. I remember when it came out, like, uh, like I grabbed it off the shelf and I was like, why didn't anybody ever tell me that this Sam Keith book was coming out? You know, right. It's like, I think all I'd ever heard about from that point was he did like a four issue story in Batman Confidential. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, uh, like, yeah, then the next thing I heard about was like his next Scott Ian book. Uh, yeah, he's done a lot of Batman stuff. He's done a lot. I don't even know if he likes Batman. <laughs> You'd have to, right? Yeah, I guess. I did, uh, he, he did, uh, it was only sort of like tangentially Batman related, but he did a series called Scratch. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Was that a werewolf? Or yeah, that wasn't great. No? Yeah. Batman in that? Uh, I think it was like in the first issue. Yeah. It's a bit better if he was in all of them. <laughs> of course. We've established this. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, In fact, in between blowing Chester Brown, I kept saying, you really ought to add Batman to the story. <laughs> He's like, shut up, bitch. That's not what I'm paying you for. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if I've ever seen him draw Batman. I've seen him draw Wonder Woman. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Oh, man. Uh, uh, what? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess if, uh, yeah, if you're a diehard Keith, Sam Keith fan, 
check it out. Yeah. Uh, or if you've always wondered what's uh, going on in Arkham Asylum. Yeah, yeah. If you wonder, wonder about the staff's home life. Yeah. <laughs> Which I often did. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, he, I think he is much better of an artist than a oh, writer. Right. Yeah. But I think he's a competent mishmasher storyteller of the book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe he just needs more of a guiding hand when when uh, he's writing. Maybe you know a strong editor or a uh, co-writer or something. <clears throat> or a co-writer. Uh, yeah. Where, where's uh, Where's William Mesner Lowe? Yeah. Where, what's he doing? Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, like uh, like I've always said about Warren Ellis. Like I always think that his like, like he always goes on these rants online about how, you know, he's not going to take shit from editors and he's going to, you know, carve out his own niche in the comic book industry and do all these things. But, like, half of his creator own work is awful. Uh, <laughs> but, like, any book that he actually has, like, you know, like a strong editor telling him, you can't do this. Right. You know, like, those books turn out better. And maybe Sam Keith is one of those who needs an editor to, instead of pushing him to... Express himself further. Maybe rein him in. Yeah. And say, hey, let's, uh, let's scale this back a bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And he is definitely to the point where he probably doesn't have, you know, right. they don't, they just let him do whatever. Right. Because they're like, oh, he's Sam Keith. Right. He made the max. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, you know, this, uh, certainly hasn't soured me on any future work. By right. Sam Keith, yeah. Either. Oh, I wouldn't think so. I was so. just more disappointed than anything else, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, that's fair. Yeah. That is fair. Yeah. Well, it just came out in soft cover, so at least you can pick it up cheap if, if yeah. you're wondering about it. Maybe uh, some stores will even give you a discount. 25% off at Mavericks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I give the address. Yeah. Get it on Amazon. Fuck yeah. it. We just sell magic cards. <laughs> And besides, on Amazon, it's probably like... <laughs> yeah, here. I know. Those bastards. Amazon Free shipping. Oh! Yeah. Alright. Hmm. Taking a break? Yeah.
Gutter trash. Hey. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, buddy. The fuck was that? <laughs> I just moved my shoulders really weird because I had. I feel like I got some shoulder sweat. <laughs> That's a little warm back here. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to, you know, just trying to get trickling down my back. I got the uh, I got the air conditioner on. Energy safe. Ooh. Because uh, you're a smart shopper. Well, that and uh, I usually turn that on when I'm not here. You know, mm-hmm. so just uh, keep it, uh, use less power or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and then crank it up when I get home. Yeah. Uh, but today it was actually fairly pleasant out, so uh, I just forgot to uh, crank it up. This is not bad outside. Yeah, but uh, it's a warm back here mm-hmm. where the uh, air conditioner doesn't uh, reach back here very easily. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, I'm comfy. Yeah, yeah. Now that I got my back sweat trickling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what the sweat's for, to cool you down. Uh, I know. I know. Yeah. Don't mean I like it any better. No. Yeah. I'm uh, not a fan of sweating. Not a fan of, yeah, like, like swamp ass, that sort of thing. Yeah. 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 I don't like that. Nope. Not a fan of the swamp ass. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, I think, uh, I think it was, uh, last Friday. No, not last Friday, the Friday before. Last Friday, I was dead to the world. Yeah, but uh, the previous Friday, uh, uh, yeah, I don't have uh, I don't have AC in my car. Nope. So uh, on super hot days, uh, it makes traveling home the the long distance from work uh, quite a chore. 
And uh, my, my, my best friend and I hang out on Fridays. Uh, she also happens to be my ex-girlfriend, so that uh, the remainder of this story doesn't seem super weird. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I got home, and uh, I was... I was a special kind of sweaty. I, uh, I had me, uh, a super funk going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I was like, I, I can't do a goddamn thing until I take a shower. Like, just, uh, 20, 40 minute cold shower. Ooh, the best. Just, uh, cool down the core, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. Deep inside. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but, like, I left the door open, so, like, you know, I was still in the shower when she, you know, came over, and, you know, so, yeah. Right. Just, yeah, right, yeah. right. I wouldn't have done it if it was anyone else. Right, yeah. Because, yeah, because, you know, we've, uh, you know, <laughs> but we're, we're familiar with each other. Right. Yeah, yeah. so I uh, figured it'd be cool with, uh, you know, I, I can take a shower while she's here. Yeah. It's no big deal. Yeah, the only, uh, the only person that, uh, other than my girlfriend, right? Who I would do that for is Doogie, right? Yeah, <laughs> I could leave. I could leave the shower. Oh yeah, it's so weird. Like not even my own brother. Like uh, and 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 let me just clarify: there's no sexual attraction between Doogie and I. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I could uh take a dump in front of Doogie or walk past the door while he's taking a dump right. if the door was open, and it, it wouldn't surprise or abhor me. Right. It's so weird. Well, you're both. Filthy individuals. <laughs> <laughs> but in this, the same precise, uh, you know, trajectory of filthy. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like we're not malicious with our filthy. No, yeah. It's just, uh, you're, you're earthy. Yeah, we're earthy. Yeah. yeah you're both very earthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, Doogie. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, so, uh, you were telling me a story earlier. Um, should we retell the story? Uh, I don't know. It yeah. depends on uh, what you're talking about. And mine's not really a story. It's more like a brief incident. So it's not like, like, I don't want to build it up too much. Right. It's just like an odd thing that happened. Yeah. But it, you, you reminded me earlier, you were telling me about how you were kind of stuck in a hallway while someone was, Reading an eye chart from a hallway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is kind of a funny scene to imagine. Someone yeah. standing in the middle of a, like, like their eyes are clearly good enough that they don't even have to stay in the room to read the eye chart. Right. They have to stay in the hallway. Well, the eye chart was in the hallway. Oh, okay. I thought the eye chart was like in a examination room. No, and like they, yeah. were, he just kept going, hop up, back up a few more feet. And eventually she was in the hallway. No, yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, I, I, I spent uh, the evening uh, last night at an urgent care. Uh, I don't know if uh, all of our listeners have uh, those, but they're sort of like little mini standalone ERs. It's like the convenience store of hospitals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great way to describe that. Uh, uh, but uh, I, I wasn't there for myself. There's uh, nothing wrong with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tip top. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but my friend uh, had uh, had a. Uh, it's something going on with her her throat. Uh, turns out she had uh, tonsillitis. Uh, no kind of fun. She she felt shitty enough that she she felt she needed to go there. So we uh, she, she was in the waiting room and I stayed out. Uh, or she was in the the, the, the examination the examination yeah. room. And I stayed out in the the lobby area. 
Uh, and, uh, at one point I was like, ah, I really got to go to the bathroom, so I asked the nurse if there was a bathroom that I could use, and she pointed me down the hall and to the left, so I start walking down the hall, and this woman is just standing in the hall, and at the very end of the hall is a doctor and an eye chart, <laughs> and, uh, she's reading the eye chart, yeah. <laughs> uh, blocking my way. Right. Yeah. And she doesn't know you're there. Right, right. Because she can't see. Right. Oh, well, yeah, that's why she's there. <laughs> But that is very funny because this morning I had a very similar setup. Maybe, maybe, you know, you ever think that maybe this is like just a big hologram we're in right. and like we're, we're like just pegs that are positioned in certain ways to see how we'll, we'll react. Right. Because I had a situation this morning where I, I get up at like 8.30 and I'm walking my dog and we're walking down the sidewalk and, uh, and then we turn a corner and just standing in the middle of the sidewalk is this lady with, like, a, an apron on and, a, and, like, her work uniform. Like, I don't know if she worked at, like, Arby's or Tim Hortons or something. Yeah. But she's just standing there in the middle of the sidewalk, like, frozen. Not talking to anybody. She doesn't have anything in her hands, like a phone or anything. She's just standing there. And is she... Okay, so you, you turn the corner. She's on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. Is she facing the street or is she facing the opposite direction on the sidewalk? She's 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 facing the opposite direction of me. Like this, she's walking the same way. If she was wa- in motion, if she was walking. She'd yeah. be walking the same way I was. Okay. So I'm like approaching her, and uh, you know, I'm like, I'm like, you know, okay, maybe, you know, she's just paused for a second. She's going a long walk. Right. Um, she was a bigger lady, but right. you know, uh, and I was like, okay, maybe she's just you know having a pause, and so we would, like walk up towards that. People need to take plenty of breaks. <laughs> And we all need to take breaks. Yeah. Breaks are, you know, uh, um, you know, work, work smarter, not harder, people. Right. Um, so when we get close to her, you know, my dog has this like collar with like you know some jangly right, right. like dog tags or whatever. Here's a quick question: mm-hmm. Was she Asian? The lady or yeah. the dog? The, the lady. No, no. Because I know your dog's not Asian. No. She hates the Asians. She does hate the Asians, <laughs> or at least if they deliver Asian food to the house. <laughs> I don't, I don't think she has, I know she's met Asians before, like, right. in our house, and she's never had a problem, but uh, I think it's, if they deliver something, right. it's weird. <clears throat> anyway. But, uh, so, so we get close, and I'm like, oh, I'll just, you know, give a little shake of the, right, right. shake of the, uh, the leash, so yeah, so she hears the jingle and snaps out of it and moves on or whatever, and, uh, and so, like, we're within ten feet of her, and, you know, you can hear, clearly, you can hear right. The dog's leash and nothing, nothing happens. So we just walk over into the grass and uh, start to walk by her. And I sort of like am peering through my peripheral at her to see if perhaps she's dead. You know, <laughs> you know I don't know. <laughs> and so we get right next to her and I look over and she's just kind of like, she's not staring, like her head is facing forward, but her eyes are kind of in the sky. Right. And uh, I was like, Hi, you know, as we walk by, <laughs> and she goes, ah, oh. she goes, ah, do you think it's gonna rain? <laughs> and I was like, uh, maybe, I don't know. And she goes, I left my windows open. I'm trying to figure out if I should go back or just keep going. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I was like, well, hopefully it doesn't rain, but it kind of looks like it might. And she goes, yeah, my TV and all my computer stuff's right by the window, and like, and the window's open. She's like, 
She's like, oh, well, I'll just see when I get home. And then, <laughs> and then we both, like, awkwardly, like, then she just starts walking. And so we were, like, walking basically right next to each other. <laughs> and we get up to the next block, you know. We don't say a single word, even though we're walking, like, two feet apart from each other. And uh, we get to the light, and uh, and there's a bus stop there. So she, she waits at the bus stop, and I go in a different direction. But I was like... <laughs> It was just a strange. It was a strange sight. That's that's something that would happen in like a Coen Brothers movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just have this awkward conversation and then uh, just uh, walk like a great distance from each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. It was pretty fun. <laughs> but yeah, but that was about the only about the only exciting thing that's happened. This week for me. No. How sad is that? Yeah, it's uh, more than what's happened to me this week, so there you go. Although, eh, this story doesn't really pan out, though. But, uh. Well, that's like all of our stories. Yeah. Uh, like I said, uh, my friend had to, to go to urgent care, and um, she, uh, she got done, and uh, she, she had tonsillitis, and so, uh, they uh, gave her a prescription for some antibiotics and some painkillers, and so like we left, and like I hadn't eaten at all at that point yet. So uh, I was like, oh, "I'm starving, you know. Are we gonna eat at all?" And mm-hmm. she was like, "Yeah, I just need to drop off these scripts." Like, okay. So we were like driving, and she was like, yeah, "So do you want to pick something up and take it to the house?" It's like, well, I figured we would, you know, take your prescriptions, get them filled, and, you know, go eat, and then come back and pick up your prescription. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, okay. So, we did that. Uh, we're trying to figure out where to eat, and I was like, well, there's that Chinese buffet next to Mavericks, because we were, like, right in that area. And uh, she's like, oh, yeah, that's cool. So, we go in, and, uh... First thing that throws me when we walk in is that uh, the the guy behind the cash register, uh, Chinese dude, has uh, super long platinum blonde hair. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you don't see that often. No, you don't. Not not outside of movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he uh, he takes us to a booth, and uh, the only other person in there at the time was this uh, lady who was in the booth behind us, basically, uh, by herself, and uh, she was just eating, you know, a bigger lady. And uh, so the waitress comes up and takes her drink order, and she, me and Amanda, go, you know, get food. Uh, and I come back to the, to the table first, and I sit down, and I start to eat, and so basically I'm, like, staring at <laughs> the this lady. lady. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, so, you know, I just start eating, and then I hear, like, something behind me, and, like, I hear the waiter, like, lead someone to the booth across from the lady, and, uh, it's a cop, and the waitress comes up and asks the cop, well, he wants to drink, he says, Sprite, seven up, whatever, he goes to get food, and I hear the lady say something, she's looking directly at me at this point, and I hear her say something that I'm... 90% sure it was some sort of derogatory thing about the cop. Yeah. <laughs> but she's saying it to you. Yes. Wow. But loud enough so that I could hear it, but still can't hear it. 
but clearly the cop could have heard it. <laughs> and so I just kind of look at her, just just like you know, just a weird sort of like like a little happened? raised eyebrow. Yeah. yeah, and then I'm just like, oh, well, and I just go back to eating. <laughs> was it like fuck the police? I think it was something about maybe like you know fucking pig or something like that. I don't know. Wow, wow. <laughs> Wow, she had it in for the the man. I guess, but then like sat in her booth quietly the rest of the time that the cop was uh, eating. <laughs> maybe he had just arrested her, uh, maybe, or, or given her a ticket was, or something. Yeah, she could have. She could have been uh, some somebody that uh, maybe had a meth bust in her past. Oh, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is Kenner, right? Yeah. <laughs> Home of uh, aviation and meth. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly invented both by the reference. Yeah. <laughs> Orville was kind of in charge of the flight. <laughs> Wilbur was kind of in charge of the meth lab. <laughs> he was the uh, the Walter White's attendant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Heisenberg. Sorry. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. This this town of ours, it's it's kind of amazing sometimes. I I do really like the people here because they're quirky, but like they're blue collar, but they're still like fucking weird. I don't know. I I do kind of like the people here sometimes. Sometimes I'd like them more if like I could peer at them from a further distance. Right. right. But but uh, the, there's there's enough quirkiness here that it keeps me entertained. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, uh, if I could find a way to not interact with anyone, then I'd probably be in the same situation. Yeah, would you get, get yourself a lighthouse and yeah. live in the top? <laughs> so that nobody would know I'm there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Huh, <laughs> uh, indeed. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I got, I got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing else either. It's, uh, it's technically only been a few days since we last did this. So. That's true. Well, yeah, I'm, uh, we're recording early because uh, this weekend is my lady friend's birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, cat. Yeah. And Which I'll tell her in person later. <laughs> Before her birthday. Before her birthday. Because right now, if she heard this, it would be after her birthday. All right. Time travel. <laughs> Ooh, uh. But, uh... So yeah, I can uh, spoil her birthday present on here, even though it's days away, right? Because she won't hear this until after her birthday, right. if she bothers to listen to it at all. Which well, she why, probably won't. Why should she? Yeah. <laughs> why should anyone? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty <clears throat> sure she stopped listening to episodes of this. Uh, probably within maybe a couple months of you guys dating. <laughs> <laughs> Can't blame her. Yeah. Can't say as I blame her. It's what's saving your relationship. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> It's true. If she knew I went off on butt pussy week week after week, <laughs> she would leave me in a heartbeat. But uh, no, I'm I'm a uh, I'm taking her to a dinner theater on Ooh, Sunday. Sounds pretty gay. It's it's gonna be gay. Well, surprising. It's funny you say that because it's based on a. Uh, well, I guess I guess this actually came first, but uh, before the movie, but. Uh, it's, you know, the same story as the John Waters Hairspray movie. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm taking her to see Hairspray at the uh, La Comedia. The Lock-O-Media. Lock-O-Media. 
It's, uh, it's, uh, I'm not sure what it means. It sounds German, maybe Russian. Uh, Laco Media. I'm not sure what that means. Laco has something to do with treason, I believe. Media being like, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, like the news and stuff. Right, so right, it's right, like right. treason news. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not sure how that ties into dinner theater, but they have a great sweet potato souffle, so <laughs> <laughs> we forgive all their linguistic uh, insecurities and problems. <laughs> um, yeah, kind of looking forward to that. That's cool. Should be That's fun. Cool. I've actually been to Locker Media once. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I was uh, super young. I was probably like seven or eight. And, uh, I don't recall there being, like, an actual play or anything. I think it was just sort of like, uh, you know, hey, here's a bunch of stuff to keep you entertained. <laughs> uh, like skee-ball? <laughs> no, no, it was, uh, some sort of Hawaiian thing. Really? So there was, like, a lot of, like, you know, flame dancers. Wow. And hula girls and, like, right. you know, uh, Don Ho impressionists and, wow. Yeah. You know, Lots like of, like lay, yeah, yeah, luau type. Uh, mm-hmm. I think even the 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 food was like luau type food. You know? Wow, pineapples and ham. And, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I I saw Sleeping Beauty there a few years ago with my brother and his wife and my yeah. mom, <clears throat> and that was even enjoyable. Yeah. Like it was like I I like you know live things. Right. Um, better than dead things. Most of the time. Most of the most time. time. Most of the time. And I've never seen or heard or witnessed or anything hairspray, so yeah. I like John Waters though, so right. um but I think the play came first. And then uh, and the movie was based on the play, I think. I think it was a movie first. Oh, was it? And then it was a musical which was then made into a movie. Really? Yeah. Okay, so they there's two there's a musical movie and the regular movie. I think so. I've never seen any of them. Yeah, neither have I. And I, I'm afraid that Kathleen's going to hate this because I think I mentioned this to you, like when I bought the yeah, tickets. Yeah. Like I remember us talking about the Hairspray musical like a year and a half ago, right. and I can't remember what she said about it. I just remember she said something very specific about it, right. and I'm starting to lean towards it was I can't believe they turned it into a fucking musical. Why would anybody <laughs> want to see that? Like, like I'm leaning towards that's what she said. Right. Which, hopefully, that's not the case. Eh, you know, even if it is, I'm, I'm sure, you know, she'll appreciate the effort that you want to. <laughs> but but is, that, is that much of an effort whenever, you know, wouldn't she just look at me and be like, do you, you remember me specifically saying that I would hate this? <laughs> and I'd be like, it's ironic! <laughs> I, I could play it off. <laughs> you could do that. Yeah. Like, uh, oh. You know, I it's think, like a gag gift. Yeah, yeah. I think, though, you know, uh, I, I, she's a smart lady. I think, uh, she would, uh, in her head, she would have this dialogue, uh, before saying anything to you. Right, right. That, uh, well, I hate this, but he used to smoke a lot of pot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, it, it's a miracle I even remember the word hairspray. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, she knows what this is. That's something, right? <laughs> It's a nugget of memory. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm some sort of, uh, <clears throat> you know, victim of that spent like decades in a prison camp, and they're like, we're just happy that he remembers anything. <laughs> it could be worse. You could have just bought her like a crate of hairspray. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> I remember you said something about how much you like hairspray. <laughs> this is vitamin. Yeah. 
Well, at least even if she does hate it, though, I figure there's a uh, there's a, a nice dinner, yeah, you know, included. Yeah. Um, Taking a trip. Yeah, we get to drive. Yeah, driving twenty minutes. 20, south, 20, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See glorious. Uh, glorious you know, seventy-five. Uh, seventy-five south. under construction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's beautiful this time of year. Oh, Those yeah. orange barrels are pretty in autumn. Too bad we can't do it in autumn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think that <clears throat> if for whatever reason. She she does not like uh, the musical. I think that uh, she would enjoy the fact that you know you, you made the effort, <laughs> and she's she's ultimately spending time with you, right? Right. Which which is probably <clears throat> something that she wants to do mm-hmm. for whatever reason, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think unless she has seen this musical live beforehand and hated it. So you're, I'm leaning towards, like, my memory's telling me that she saw the musical on the Hairspray DVD. Okay. And I think, like, what I'm thinking, this is what my memory tells me. I might just be writing this right, right now. Right. But I think the girl that played the main part uh, wasn't chubby. Uh-huh. And, like, that's what she had a problem with because okay. the whole story is about, a you know. Girl. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I think that's. So I almost want to go down there and be like, look, you bastards. Right. You better get a fat fucking girl to sing these songs. And I'm like, they'll wheel her out and I'm like, not fat enough! More, more butter. <laughs> but I think, you know, uh, I think seeing something live also sort of changes, like, uh, a perception of something. Right. Yeah, because I mean, I've seen I've I've seen bands that I thought were amazing live, and then I bought their CD. I was like, "What the fuck is this bullshit?" Yeah. Yeah, maybe it'll be something like that. You yeah. Know, or like you know, you know, just the experience of being there and seeing it, and being with you, and having a dinner. Right. You know, uh, probably without a vegetarian option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's plenty of potatoes. I checked. <laughs> I was eating starch after starch after starch. <laughs> And then soon you'll be the lead in hairspray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna make that role shine, baby. <laughs> you know what I should have done is when I found that lady uh, stranded in the middle of the sidewalk. I should have been like, "Big lady, come with me. Do you, can you sing?" <laughs> yeah, she can always play the uh, the mom role. Yeah. You know, oh yeah. The, is there a mom? Uh, I believe Don't John Travolta sp- played her in the. Uh, in the movie musical. Really? Yeah. He played a lady? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, to prove that he's not gay. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I don't, I don't know for sure. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a John Waters movie. No, really. Uh, but I want to say Divine played the mom in the original movie. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's possible. I'm, Probably making that up as much as you're making up how much uh, Kathleen hates uh, this reason. I hope so. I hope we're both making all that up. <laughs> and I, but I know for sure that you would hate all John Waters movies. Uh, I probably would. <laughs> I hate them. Hate them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, good luck. Yeah. yeah. I hope it works out. If nothing else, though, like I said, the dinner and I made her a Star Wars clock. Oh, yeah. So well, that's good. Awesome. We know she likes to tell time yeah. and she loves the Star Wars. Yeah. Who doesn't love to tell time? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got into uh, not really a discussion, but uh, it was uh, before we were doing this today. I was hanging out at uh, the gaming swap with our friend Matt Brasfield. Wow. And just talking to him. 
And uh, it was weird because earlier in our conversation, for some reason, I mentioned that I hate Star Wars. And uh, and then like 20 minutes later, like this lady walked in with, with her boyfriend and they were talking to the other employee. And suddenly, like, the, the lady just sort of piped up to Matt. Like, so what do you think about Star Wars? <laughs> and, uh, I was like, oh, I think it's fine. And, uh, just sort of piped in. I hate it. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. You don't usually talk to the strangers. No, I don't. No. Yeah, I just felt this was funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh... Uh, and then, uh, she, like, pointed at me, and I was like, well, I know that, uh, I know that that guy hates, uh, like, the other movie that I really love. And, uh, like, the other employee was like, what movie is that? And she's like, Forrest Gump. And I was like, oh, well, that's a terrible movie, too. <laughs> wow, you hate Star Wars and Forrest Gump. Yeah. Uh, both of them. Oh. All the Star Wars, even the, uh, Yeah. Know. I mean, you know, I I barely saw them when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about this so many times yeah. on the show, but uh, yeah, I, I, like I remember watching the first one a lot when I was a kid, but always falling asleep through it. Yeah, and I don't think I ever saw it all the way through until I was like sixteen. Wow, uh, when they re-released them. Uh, and I think Return of the Jedi is the only one that I ever saw all the way through as it originally came out. And I liked that one when I was four or five when right. that was out. You seen the theater? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe, no, it probably wasn't the first movie I've seen in a theater, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, it was pretty close. I was super yeah. young. Oh, yeah, in 1983. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, uh, but, but when I saw them re released, and I mean, they were the special editions. But, uh, you know, that movie's still a bad movie. <laughs> and I think those movies are purely just for kids. Oh, uh, I still I love think them. I as a, a grown-up, uh, if you still like those movies, maybe something's wrong with you. Oh, man, I don't know. I I mean, I watch them every year. There's not a year that I haven't. And yeah. it's never it's never lessened. Like, yeah. I love them. I realize that my opinion is the unpopular opinion. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I, right. I know that. Right. But, yeah, I, I just I don't. Uh, I think they hold up. They hold up. I don't think they do. But, uh, you know, I, I found them pretty dull and then just... Dull? Oh, wow. Yeah, just sort of... Uh, There's uh, aliens and the Force and... Yeah, you, you'd think that'd be awesome. But, no. uh, Spaceships. Explosions in the outer space. I like all those things, but uh, Star Wars puts it together wrong, I think. At least if you're over the age of ten. <laughs> well, mentally I'm not. Well, so that's true. Up until a month ago, you still had a comic book wallet. That's true. That's true. And it's been like two months. Yeah. It was April. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking about lacquering comic books onto my shoes. Yes, you were. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm probably still. Yeah. Still got some mental problems. Yeah. Huh. All right. Let's uh, get out of here. If we could. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you got to get up early. I got to get yeah. up early. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. I get up at 8.30. Yeah, I get up at 5.30. Well, that's pretty early. Yeah. But uh, I got to pick a movie. And uh, speaking of... Star Wars? Well, <laughs> no. Speaking of the very first movies ever seen in a theater. Ooh. Uh, I had a, a, a sort of discussion with your lady friend on the, the Twitters. Mm-hmm. Uh, as much as one can have a discussion on Twitter. Yeah. 
<clears throat> but uh, <clears throat> it has uh, sort of come to my attention that uh, there are a ton of movies that exist that uh, I haven't seen, that I have no reason for not seeing. And these are movies that generally, like, if you're talking to somebody, you know, and you say, well, I haven't seen this, and then they get mad at you for not seeing that movie. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to spend my next uh, couple of picks, movie picks, uh, clearing some of those out. Really? Yeah. And uh, this one doesn't necessarily, I don't think it counts too much, but it's a movie I've been meaning to see for a while and just never got around to. This is a classic. It's a classic. It's about 30 years old, wow. but did not come out until about five years ago. Wow. And was also the very first movie I ever saw in a movie theater. Wow. Wrapped your head around that. Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> Let me guess. Let's see. So it would have been from like <clears throat> somewhere between 80 and 83 probably. Yeah. Um, was it, was it Steel Magnolias? <laughs> it was 84. Uh, no, <laughs> uh, I've given up. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, again, I've, uh, I have seen this movie, but I have not seen this movie. Uh, movie I'm picking is Superman 2, the Richard Donner cut. Oh, wow. Uh, Superman 2, the theatrical version, is one of the very first movies I ever saw as a kid in a movie theater. Yeah, okay. My brothers took me down to the Dayton Mall to see it. Nice. Back when they still had, like, the giant theater down there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and the rapey uh, arcade. Uh-huh. Yeah. Although, on, like, 1981 or whatever, when that movie came out, it probably wasn't as rapey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it got rapey later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mid '80s was a real rapey time. Yeah, that's true. Everybody's raping. Yeah, yeah. It's all those Madonna videos. <laughs> well, this is P Madonna. <laughs> nice. <Yeah. laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Superman Two was one of the very first movies I ever saw. Uh, and then, like, five years ago, when uh, Superman Returns came out, they found, like, a bunch of lost footage uh, from when Richard Donner was still directing that movie and before he got fired. And essentially, like, he made the movie. They just uh, cut out a bunch of shit and, uh, you know, had someone else direct uh, new footage. Nice. So this is the, the Richard Donner cut. I don't know if I've seen, like... I know me and Kathleen saw part of it on TV when we were on vacation, yeah. and I, and like we were both trying to remember. Like there was a couple of scenes where we're like oh, I can't remember. I may have seen clips of this, but I know I haven't seen the whole thing. So, yeah. so you're down? I am down. No veto. No veto. Superman two, the voyage home. Yep. <laughs> Undiscovered country. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Huh? Superman. I like the Superman. What? Yeah. Spoiler. Uh, <laughs> I like. Yeah. I like. I like. I like the character. Yeah. Is uh, other than uh, Mask of the Phantasm, is this our first uh, superhero movie? Um. Could very well be. Yeah. It could very well be. Yeah. I think so. Huh. Well, I'm uh, excited to finally watch that. Yeah. I've been meaning to pack this for. 
would say the last year and a half. Really? Yeah, like like I've been like every time like I'm like maybe this will be the week I finally pick Superman two and then I get distracted by something shiny. Should we watch the first one first? Uh, <laughs> actually, I, well, there's a copy of my house. I might actually watch yeah. the first one. Yeah, maybe do the same. I got a copy mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Uh, which version are you gonna watch? Uh, the VHS version. Okay. <laughs> I'll try to figure out which of my six DVDs that the first movie is on <laughs> has, uh, the or has the the version that would be on there. It'd be the crappiest one, whichever one it is. <laughs> I think there's like uh, the four hour cut, and I think there's like the theatrical cut. Oh, this one, there's this the director's one. cut. So this one definitely had the four hour one because it's on one videotape. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like three versions of Superman two on there. And, uh, wow. And strangely enough, only one version of Superman three and four each. Hmm. They never. Well, why, why tweak perfection? That's true. That is true. <laughs> Richard Pryor's finest performance. Yeah. Oh, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. All right. Then. That's that's surprising. Yeah. What? I don't know. Just, Just a weird old movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a lot of weird old movies coming up whenever I pick now. Awesome. Because uh, we're gonna clear the decks. I'm. Um, uh, I've got a couple of movies in the same, oh, yeah? you know, yeah. like, there's like three or four every time I name them. That it, like, I'd, I'd never seen Escape from New York until last year. Uh, same here. And everybody was like, you got to see it. Same here. Uh, same here. Exact uh, same movie. I hated it. I didn't really care for it. Um, <laughs> I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was a, yeah. I, I would never watch it a second time, probably. Yeah, I didn't get what the, the, you know, oh, the, yeah, the hubbub, there. yeah. Yeah, like the thing uh, was much better. Oh yeah, um, that was one of those movies. Yeah, like, uh, we did that one, didn't we? We did that. Yeah, one. yeah. it was great. I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Salt and Precinct Thirteen was better. I just haven't seen that still. Um, yeah, like yeah, Escape from New York. It wasn't horrible, but yeah, yeah, just, just not yeah. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Halloween was uh, one. You know, I was like, oh, I can't believe we've never seen Halloween. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I was kind of disappointed in that yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, let's clear the wreckage. Let's uh, watch some uh, movies that everybody loves that will probably stay our shitty. Next week, you will believe a podcast can fly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Goodbye. <laughs>